Hello and welcome to the Blackout Podcast where I get to talk to amazing people that do amazing things. And today, I'm so, so stoked to finally have Chad Samuel and Shana Court. Two amazing people that do really, really cool stuff. And today I found out you are doing your PhD. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I am, yes. Yeah, because it was like, we're talking about No Days Off Apparel, your, your apparel company. And it's like, oh no, she did the logo. I'm like, you know, she she like, she like pretty much said, we have to do this. And, and then I found out you're a PhD too. I'm like, how do you have time to do all these things you do? Well, uh, you know what? I just love to uh, make good use of my time. So, not only doing a PhD, but I also work part time taking care of an elderly woman. And I think that it 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 really it does embody what our brand stands for. It's that you know, no matter what it is, you know, just put in a hundred percent effort into everything that you do, and the results and the hard work will pay off. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no days off. That's what I kind of reached out to you first, and then I. And then I found out that they also doing basketball clinic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's like for different ages too. Yes. How did that start? So definitely. So since COVID, I've realized that a lot of people are inside doors. Um, can't really do much if the social distance. And a few people actually, actually reached out to me and said, hey, Chaz, I want to play some ball. I want to have some fun. I want to let up my energy. So what happened is that I actually um, started with one particular kid and we started off and then their parents referred somebody else and then somebody else referred someone else mm. and very quickly started to grow. grow. Sorry. So, like, for example, right now, weekly, I'll work with, like, 10 to 15 kids, ranges from all ages. My youngest kid is 10 years old. It goes up to one guy's actually in um, university playing ball at Mount St. Vincent. Wow. So it goes from different ages and we all have fun, so that's the beauty about it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the other thing I noticed is I love the videos because, like... Pff- I play basketball, I don't know, I don't know, a long time ago. But, like, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, bounce and put it in the net. But it's not really focused on that. Like, you know, different um, people are doing different things. Like, one of the coolest things I saw was this guy was bouncing two balls and then he'd pass one under his his leg and then switched the other yeah, hand yeah, was like yeah. i just did the mic again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm always tapping the mic but but like yeah so how do you decide what to do with each client yeah perfect so when they first come i definitely analyze them and see where their skill level is at mm. and then depending on where the skill level is at i'll get them different drills that actually will embody and help them with what particular skill level they're at so I have so many different drills, but not for every drill I'll definitely give you because you may be at a different skill level than, let's mm. say, the other person. So it all depends on where their level is at. And then after analyzing, I'll give them certain drills that best help them. So everybody is different. So, yeah. But yeah. the biggest thing with it is that I just want the kids to have fun and just let that energy because everybody has been indoors. Yeah, for and a I long saw time. it's like book guys, girls, it yeah, doesn't matter. Everyone exactly, is all there having definitely. fun. Yeah. Um, one of the other ones were where this guy was bouncing, but you have like a. Like a kind of thing, kind of yeah, holding a little it bit back of resistance. From, yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to like uh, simulate like game situations. Oh. So in the fourth quarter, with a little bit of resistance, somebody in the back of you, I'm pulling you, so you still gotta shoot through that shot. Oh. So in the game time, it will not affect you. So I do different things that will definitely simulate huh. game, um, game situations. Wow. Yeah. So Shana, uh, how did you guys meet? 
So actually, I love telling this story. <laughs> Go Chaz, for it. Go for uh, it. We were in the same high school and I had the biggest crush on Chaz. Wow. And uh, yeah, Chaz, he was the star of his basketball team. He was very sport and, uh, and very athletic. And um, he never took me on. And that was fine. <laughs> and we went our separate ways. And, you know, time has a, a funny way of bringing people back together. So mm. three years ago, we reconnected in our home country, which is Antigua and Barbuda. And um, from there, we kind of just been inseparable and just working through everything together. He mm. moved up here to be with me in Halifax and go to school at St. Mary's University. Uh, that was a big move for him. But we've been riding through and it's been such a great uh, a great friendship and relationships ever since so mm. so then like i guess when was the idea for no days of exactly so no days of started about i would say when the, the the phrase we started saying it maybe about a year ago and how it actually happened is that i was actually playing basketball again back home in antigua from shout out to all my antiguans mm -hmm. back home <laughs> And I was playing with this particular guy that was very shy, didn't want to go in the court and stuff. So he played, started playing every day. And uh, eventually another person came and the parents actually came to me and were telling me that um, my kid never, he never, she never expected my kid to come out and play basketball because he was too shy. He always thought that he was shorter than all the kids. Mm -hmm. So I realized that was actually giving them confidence. So some days I'll be tired. This was free, no charge, of course. We were just playing and having fun. Mm -hmm. So some days I'll be tired and the guys will actually tell me, hey, Chaz, we got to go today. We got to go every day. It's no days off. I want to get better. Mm. So all of us started to actually say the words, no days off, no days off. So I was like, hey, Shane's, what's, what's not a better way to like make a shirt or make something that they can actually wear to actually embody how they feel? So that's how, how we all basically started saying no days off. So then I went to Shana and she's the brains behind a lot of things. So <laughs> we're like, what logo could we use? So we pay someone Should we try and like outsource it. So, quite smartly, she designed the logo, came mm. up with the whole thing, and we created maybe five shirts we started off yeah, with. Yeah. We sold them in Antigua locally. We came up here, we trademarked the logo, we registered our business up here, and then we just started, and that's how it basically took off. Yeah. So, wow. Wow, that's great. And now, you're not just doing your PhD, but it's like in neuroscience, so it's yeah. like, you know, it's crazy how how did like how did you i guess how did you go down that path of neuroscience so for me i've always loved science um and back in antigua we don't what do have you love about it i for me i just love learning and i find with science uh it is a lot of reading and it's a lot of books but yeah. it's a lot of knowledge that is so valuable and especially because i want to go to medical school my entire everything that i'm building up is to become a doctor and to help others using my skills in the medical field mm. and so that's really what it stemmed from and my interest in science and coming up here it's funny enough i never thought about neuroscience or neurology or neurosurgery um, but I did meet my RA, who we became really good friends, and I took up a neuro course as an elective just so I could have a buddy to go to class with, you know, coming here, being new, etc. And uh, from there, it just kind of, I fell in love with the course, I fell in love with the field, and I just continued on to my major in neuroscience. And luckily got the opportunity to do my master's following my graduation, and from then I rolled into the PhD program. So, but like, I mean, isn't... That's like so much studying to be a doctor because like you could have <laughs> skipped the PhD thing and just going to medical school, right? Yeah, you know what? My ultimate goal was really just to finish up with the master's. But 
there's just a love that keeps bringing me back to want to, you know, continue on, especially in the uh, academic field. Mm. And so not only do I love learning, but I do love teaching as well. And having that blend of academia plus uh, the clinical world would allow me not only to see patients, but if I would love to teach as well, that mm. would give me that background in, in order to do that. So I thought, why not, uh, you know, finish up with a PhD and that way I can blend both clinical practice and academia mm. and have my... Uh, you know, work in a clinical setting, but also be able to teach. And those are two things that I love. So, gosh. Yeah. So, um, like, I guess with the, with the, with to do your PhD, you kind of have to focus on some, like a thesis. Yeah. Right. Like, so what, what's it on? What are, what are, what are you doing? So, your PhD my thesis on? is centered around traumatic brain injury mm. and uh, specifically uh, around post traumatic epilepsy following traumatic brain injuries, which is a major complication that happens after TBI. And TBI, which is abbreviation for post or for traumatic brain injury, um, there are different grades of TBI. And so, I look specifically at moderate TBI. And that has a very high percentage of developing post-traumatic epilepsy and other complications, in, including cognitive decline. Oh, so wow. I'm looking at uh, drugs and preclinical trials of drugs in order to treat or even prevent these complications from happening. So, like, uh, I guess, what are some things that will cause TBI? Yeah, TBI, <laughs> traumatic brain injury. So there's a wide range, as I said. You have uh, grading from mild all the way to severe. So a severe car accident where you have trauma to the head, that could be classified as a severe uh, TBI. Mm. But then you also have mild TBIs that can happen from a simple fall or sports injuries, so like in the NFL or even soccer, football, um, hockey injuries, so sports injuries that could be repetitive, repetitive and mild trauma. Um, so there's different grades depending on how fa- hard you fall or the concussion grade. You can have different grades of uh, traumatic brain injury. So like, you know, I don't know what else. Anyway, there's scan where they make you swallow something and put you in that loud machine, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so... Like, would that be what you'd lose used to look at the brain? So, um, not to get too complicated, but really what we're looking at is a structure in the brain called the uh, blood-brain barrier. And the blood-brain barrier could be detected using, as you said, an MRI. So scanning the brain. MRI, yes, yeah. an MRI. So we actually use MRIs in order to quantify blood-brain barrier disruption after TBI. And that's what we're targeting to treat and help prevent the long-term complications. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it flew over my head. Sorry. I'm, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come down to it. <laughs> How did you start with basketball, Chaz? Uh, I started basketball a long time ago through the high school process back in Antigua. Just always played, played for the oh, national team. Oh, when she had the crush. Yeah, That's when I had yeah. my major crush. <laughs> <laughs> I played for the basketball national team of Antigua. Uh, played in uh, the states as well. Uh, played up here, so I just loved basketball ever since I was smaller. Mm. Loved it, loved it, loved it, and now I even loved it more. Just giving back to the community, teaching um, younger kids, younger than me, the game, the fundamentals. That's what really. What uh, do you love about it? Uh, it just lets me not think about anything. Let's say I have a stressful day, I'm, I'm out in the court, I can relax myself, I can take my shots. Just an outlet. Mm. So I think um, for me, just playing basketball, it actually just actually just relieves me of of whatever stress I'm going through, or just makes me have fun, you know. So that's what I really love about it. Wow. Um, and like, so what are what are some of the changes, apart from their skill level with the kids you work with um, mm-hmm. over the course of the weeks they mm-hmm. worked with you? Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, said it again. Like, you know, with the kids. Yeah. Apart from the basketball skills mm. they pick up, what are some other changes you've noticed yeah. in the kids? Perfect. So what I also try to teach is just when the kids come, sometimes they have um, sometimes unrealistic goals of maybe becoming the next Steph Curry, becoming the next LeBron James. But I'm also trying to teach them that they do, they can become that. But also with basketball, you get to learn a lot more in terms of being punctual, being on time, discipline. So basketball, I'm trying to actually make basketball not just a sports outlet, but also giving you teaching lessons about everyday life to mm-hmm. become an adult. So I think I've and I've seen a few different changes in like some of these younger kids, especially they are very punctual. Their shirts are in their pants. They're dressing accordingly. So things like that, which goes a long way in life. I think those are other skills that they actually could learn with coming to to the training sessions that I that I do weekly. And what feedback do you get from the parents? Oh, the parents are loving it because, you know, if, if you have a happy kid, you have a happy parent. So mm-hmm. I think for them just to have their kid playing and having fun and give them a little one hour, one and a half hour to make them do what they like, mm-hmm. I think it's really, really helpful for them. So they're loving it. So And like, I guess, apart from the word of mouth, that you know, referral that people do, where can people like find? So I have a kid, how do I let my kid come sign up to play perfect so you can follow a page at ndo.fitness says ndo dot and it's three s's at the end and where i post sometimes um, occasionally post a few of the kids so you can see some of the drills that i'll be doing and you can either either just send me an instagram direct message on the page or you can hit my personal message personal instagram account which is chaz j sam whichever one works best we, we know that we know in the social media age, everything is through social media. Mm. Just a quick text to me and we can talk about times that works best for you. Uh, how old is your son? And uh, we can talk more about that. So it's ndl.fitness and that's three S's at the end. Mm. Yeah. And Shayna, like, so you have a science background. Do, Where did yeah. the design thing come about? Like, <laughs> I have actually been quite creative. Um, I love art. I love painting. I like in my free time would love painting and wait in, you have free time uh, <laughs> I mean the two minutes I get between my part-time job as well as doing my PhD <laughs> um but no in high school I I really loved and enjoyed painting I actually did um IB in high school and was... IB is the international baccalaureate program oh, I yeah. participated in that program in high school and I was considering taking arts for my IB um but arts has always been a part of me and being creative is it's ones I guess in my family we have a lot of creative people in my family and mm. so I, I honestly what are some of the creative things singing so my oh. one of my cousins she's really good at singing but she's shy <laughs> um, my sister's actually a really good singer as well I didn't get the singing gene <laughs> so I can't do any songs today <laughs> uh, but um, yeah I just love being artistic and uh, as Chaz says for him basketball is an emotional relief uh, of stress and painting does that for me as well so uh, yeah the logo just came from maybe the artistic side of me yeah. and so i guess what was your um idea behind it so for the logo itself we wanted something that could stand by itself so if we have just the the logo or can i point yeah definitely Sorry. yeah yeah i'll restart so for the logo itself, we wanted to have something that could stand alone. So as you see here, we have incorporated the letters 
O A's off into the logo. But if the logo stands by itself, it's actually an N and D and an O, which stands for No Days Off. You know what? I thought I was seeing wrong. Yeah. But I, I want to be sure because, like, you know, the N, then the O is, is the at bottom. the bottom. Yeah. yeah so okay. I was like, yeah. maybe I was yeah. reading into something that wasn't. No, yeah. There. It was yeah, actually designed yeah. that way for it to be a standalone NDO standing for No Days Off. So, like, do you print them in Antigua or how do, how yeah, So, how work? it works is that we actually do print some of our items locally. Okay. We also outsource, for example, the activewear. So, we do a bit of both. We do um, support the locals. So, we actually get some printing done locally and we also get some stuff outsourced yeah, so uh, overseas most, as well. For sure. Most of our, t- all of our t-shirts and hoodies and those kind of stuff will definitely be here locally printed, mm-hmm. actually just up in Barrington. So, we're right here in the city printing and supporting local businesses. And then we also, as Tress says, outsource our activewear. So, like, the activewear is kind of new, right? Yeah, so activewear just launched six days ago. Oh, wow. We're getting <laughs> yeah. a lot of good feedback. The quality has been amazing. People love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Monica was just talking about it. Like, um, what was the idea be- behind bringing the activewear into No Days Off? Yeah, so everyone knows that I play basketball a lot and I'm in sports a lot. And everybody been asking me, Chaz, when are you going to do the active wear? When are you going to do the pants? When are you going to do the things for females? So we tr- we finally said, you know, let's sit down, think about it more, and let's come up with something that um, people could wear in the gym, people could wear playing volleyball, people could wear playing basketball, both for females, both for males. Mm. So um, with the help of Shayna, we actually came out with the active wear line, and we just maybe can point it. Yeah, Shana. definitely. I could oh, yeah. open it up. Yeah. I mean, I saw this. I'm not a girl, but I wear it because <laughs> it feels so comfortable. Yeah. Right? Right? Like, that's what stood out for me. Yeah. And also, we're trying to make everything affordable because we've seen that in Halifax, especially, there's a lot of students. Mm. There's St. Mary's, there's Dalhousie. So, you want to make sure that it's good quality, but also affordable for the college students. So, is it ordered online or? Yeah. So, we do have an Instagram page. Our Instagram page is NDO um, Apparel Inc. So that's at NDR Powell Inc. And we also have a website as well. It's www.ndrpowell.ca. So you can check it us check us out at both of those places. And you can order your stuff online. We deliver locally. We ship around Canada. We ship um, in North America as well. So that's how we get our stuff. And you're also going to have a pop-up shop as well on August 29th. We're going to have Shana talk some more about it. Yeah. yeah, so we're participating in a pop-up shop that is organized through the North End Um, business association and they are putting together this event called taking black godogen oh yeah i don't know if you've heard of it yeah Yeah, so they're actually having a part two this month um on august 29th which is a saturday Mm. and that's coming up two saturdays from now yeah um and so we will be at the seven bays bouldering cafe on godogen street (gasps) yeah and we will be there uh from 12 until 5 you can come check us out um we will be having a number of our items on sale including our t-shirts hoodies and active wear specifically as well so on the day will it be like cash only or tap we, either, yeah. either which one works so we actually do accept cash we also have a tap as well mm-hmm. so both works and also we're doing a, a mini giveaway to a lucky customer on that day we'll be giving something from our active wear line just oh, wow. free just for the community just for the people that come and support us yeah. so do come out and show some support and we'll be giving away something free as well oh great okay yeah. great 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 um you know one thing that comes up in just Chaz and you, Shana, like when you're talking, it's like community comes up a lot. Like, why does that matter to you? Well, um, specifically for me, like, well, we both come from a small island of Antigua. And especially in Antigua, like, we've seen a lot of 
you help me, I help you, and we work in the community to achieve a bigger goal. Mm. So coming from that small island, now we're living in Antig- living in Canada. Sorry, we try to 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 do the same thing as we've doing in Antigua. So we're trying to get into the community more, especially into the black community up here, and to help out because we think that that really goes a long way into um into developing the young kids mm. um, in today's society. Yeah, for me, it's a very similar. Uh, coming from Antigua, which is a very small island, mm. um, it's a very community-centered island. And we find here in Halifax, it's the same. And that's what really attracted us here to Halifax, is that Halifax does have a sense of a community and helping one another. And we fell in love with that in this city. Um, and on top of that, as Chaz says, we love to donate and give back. Uh, we recently do- uh, created design shirts for the Black Lives Matter matter movement and we donated funds to the black cultural center for nova scotia for the preservation of the black history and so we love to be a part of the community um, and to grow as a community and i think that we both think it's super important to you know know where you come from know your roots and to give back Mm -hmm. because it's it's very important not to forget that so how do you define about like uh dalhousie like so you did uh your antigua you did your ib and then how did the whole you know coming to Dal happen right so um saint mary's it actually stems from saint mary's ish because saint mary's comes down to antigua and they have their um they bring down their people for recruiting and recruiting people to come up here to study Mm -hmm. and um, my dad actually attended saint mary's back in his days as well as dalhousie university but i had two brothers who i talked about (laughs) earlier and my two brothers who came up here and they were studying at saint mary's university and so i decided to come up here and study science at dalhousie which is close by Mm -hmm. so i'd be close to my family as well as my dad he's an alumni of this school so. so do you have family here I have a brother who's here now. Oh, okay. um, my sister was also studying here and she moved off to London for law school. And my other brother who was living here at the time when I, I came, he moved back home uh, to work with his CPA as an accountant. So, yeah, it's just me and my brother up here <laughs> and my Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how do you pick up the colors for the outfits? That's all Shane. I like. I <laughs> like well, uh, how do you pick up the colors for the outfit? Um, so I know, especially like in the fall time, uh, people like to wear like you know very neutral colors in the fall. So for our heavy wear, like our hoodies, we wanted to stay neutral with the colors. Um, we did come out with a red color, which is like a popping kind of color um, in our limited design, just so we can have like a pop of color in our hoodies. But for the active wear in the summer, we wanted something colorful, something pastel style something that's bright and summery and so we kind of want to go with the seasons being from Antigua we don't have a change of seasons everything is just summer Summer, right (laughs) but coming up here we've noticed that there are change of seasons and people also dress accordingly depending on the season right so we want to stay current with the colors and 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 how the seasons change Mm. um and have you been back to Antigua since in the last time we were back was Christmas. We planned to go back this summer. COVID. But I'm really sad about that. But um, yeah, we definitely do travel home at least twice a year, summer and Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we definitely stay, keep going back to right. Antigua. Yeah. Um. So for the, I guess, for the giveaway you have on, on the on the pop-up, like how would that work? Yep. Yeah, so 
pretty much we actually did a giveaway on our Instagram page recently and oh, it, okay. it did well like we got a lot of support so now um, at the pop-up shop we do plan to do a giveaway and we think we're actually going to launch our activewear line for the men's uh, early next week so by doing that we want to um, give a pair of shorts to some kid um, that comes to the, the venue on that day and it's just pretty much a random person that we think um, came to support we would just give them a, a either shorts or a sweats Oh. On that particular day. Yeah, I'm gonna try my luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always in sweatpants all of winter. Like oh, yeah. in, once it gets start getting cold, I just wear sweatpants till like March or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So um now I guess what uh for for Chaz the basketball, what's the plan like moving forward? So I'm still gonna continue right throughout um August. Um currently searching for an, an indoor venue where I can continue with going forward into the winter months because we do know that it, it gets really cold yeah, coming yeah. soon but I do I definitely love what I'm doing and I love the feedback that I've been getting so I definitely do want to continue right up until October, November helping the young athletes get better and also mm. giving them something to do in their free time as well Sweet. so and Shayna, because like I, I, I thought he was running this, but I mean, he's not. Uh, what's the plan for No Days Off? No, Chad is running it. No, he, no, definitely. <laughs> I'm more just uh, for the designing and um, those kind of stuff. Chad, I love he he loves to give me a lot of props, but he really is the brains behind behind the business. Um, and I also wanted to say that although we are very sports oriented. No days off can apply to any and everyone. So please feel free to identify with our brand, even if you're outside of the activewear, even mm. if you're outside of that. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Please be, feel to identify with our brand, even if you're outside of the activewear or the active space, um, because no days off can apply to anyone in any situation. So for me specifically, I'm not very super active, but as you said, and as you know, I am doing my PhD, I work part-time, I have a lot of things that are going on in my life, and having this mantra to keep pushing me forward is super important for me. And I know that it will be important for a lot of other people who are working their nine-to-fives, have to take care of their kids have to push through whatever it is so our mantra and our goal is to affect everyone not just a specific niche of activewear which is super super important and active being active and staying healthy and active and going to the gym is super important but also for the intellects also for the mothers also for the families who are pushing through and making it every day we want them to identify with our brand and so we're just trying to continue to push forward and marketing to everyone who identifies with the mantra of no days off yeah. Also, as well, like we do say no days off, but it's not a case where we're saying to no days off until you run for energy. <laughs> like it's no days off, but for example, in basketball world, like I do rest, I do take days off, but even when you're resting, your mind can still be going. You can think, be thinking about that play that you had two weeks ago, about that shot, about these creative ideas that you're trying to do. Because mm. especially now, especially for the young kids, I think that now is the time that if you have an idea that you've been silent about or you're not really sure if the world will like it, it's now is the time to like, hey, let me try and see what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So it's not a case where it's no days off and you run yourself into the ground. We're not saying that by any means, but we're saying it's a no days off mentality, whereas you can be resting, but your mind can still be going, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, what we're trying to push forward as well. So, um, I mean, I, I guess, like, going back to your PhD thing, what exactly like do you do like are you playing around with brains what exactly <laughs> are you doing 
So I, I work with an animal model, a rodent model, um, and I specifically deliver a traumatic brain injury, and then I do neurological testing, scoring of these animals, and I do actually do brain surgeries um, in order to look for post-traumatic epilepsy. Um, so it is very hands-on work with uh, the rodent model, and I'm actually currently writing a scientific paper for publishing. And so in my scientific paper, you guys will have a, a wider idea specifically of what we do in the lab. Um, and so I work with Alon Friedman in his lab, and yeah, we very much concentrate on post-traumatic epilepsy and how the blood-brain barrier is involved. And we will be putting out papers in order to really detail what the study is about. How big is a rat's brain, like, that small? <laughs> you know what? It is, like, probably, yeah, maybe this small. Oh, it's bigger Yeah, than it's I super small. But, like, but... <laughs> so, um, how do you... Like, much, do you use, like, little scalpels? Or? Yeah, very little. <laughs> very little scalpels, very little utensils, very meticulous and very patient you have to be very patient um with these surgeries because you don't want to put too much pressure too much force and you know drill too far because i do have to do drilling in order to fit the electrodes in um and these animals they are under anesthesia so they are very well taken care of um and there's a lot of animal care protocols that we have to follow and mm -hmm. guidelines that we follow strict guidelines in order to care for these animals properly and we record for them over uh months so they live and they're quite happy and you know we really do spend a lot of time in caring for these animals to make sure that they're not in any sort of suffering or pain and that our our research is very ethical and we follow a number of conditions in order to remain ethical with our research do you give them names no we don't <laughs> <laughs> we don't name them um but we are very careful with them we take very good care of them yeah. but you kind of know which one is which right I'm, i'm guessing uh yeah so we have a, a numbering scheme in order to identify our animals and identify because we do have uh drug treated animals so we need to be able to identify for this control one, animals which one, ones you know drug treated etc wow. um so we do have an identification system i like do you have like this big screen where all the are brains are plastered and stuff <laughs> no we don't have a big no screen. not like like plastered or like images of the brains and stuff so yes the animals do have scanning so we do have brain imaging of the animals and this is all done in vivo so the animals are alive and we're doing scanning just as if a, we were to go in for an mri right um so yeah we do have uh, systems of uh, keeping that data Yeah. So, so like, if you do go to medical, actually, no, if when you do go to medical school, what, are you going to be like a neurosurgeon or? So, um, I do hope to do my residency either in neurology or neurosurgery. Um, I think that would be definitely my end all goal. Um, and we'll, we'll see, I guess, when we get there. Everyone always says when you, you don't know when you get until you get to medical school, right? So <laughs> I guess when I get there, I'll really have a sense of what residency program I'll be able to get into. Um, so I'm, I'm going to ask you both this question. So yeah. I'd like to hear each of your answers. Like, why do you feel this partnership works? Because, like, you're super sports-oriented and she's, like, super scientific. <laughs> yeah. But, like, why, why do you think it works? Uh, I think we are both opposite, but in the same sense, we are both the same. Like, she has a crazy work ethic, but in a way different feel. And I can't see how she goes up on Sunday mornings to go into school, but vice versa. Like, I have a crazy work ethic, but I'm always in the court. And she can't really understand, like, 
how can you get up to go to the basketball court? So I think it works well because what's there is that the work ethic is there. But we're, we're in both different fields, but we always motivate each other. Mm-hmm. So some days when I'm tired and don't want to get up in the mornings, I see you're waking up on Saturday to go to school. So that just motivates me to, hey, I got to go get up too. So I think that's what really pushes us more and that was makes us such a good combination. That also with, with no days off, I'm a good marketer, I think. Like I can push a product, mm-hmm. but she's the person that actually to create the product or <laughs> create the design. Like I have a lot of artists in my family. Like my, my grandfather has actually designed the flag of Antigua. What? But I'm not. Wait, you're telling me these are dead on the show? You're yeah, just yeah. sprinkling <laughs> that in there. <laughs> and by the way. So I do come from an artistic family, a very artistic family, but I mean, no way means artistic at all, athletic. So that's where she comes in and she's definitely more hands-on with the meticulous part of the brand. So I think that's where White uh, works so well. Sweet. Yeah, I feel like Chaz covered all the bases. We complement each other very well, as he said. Uh, we we know how to uh, stick to what we do best. So Chaz is very great in the marketing side. He controls all of the social media marketing, everything to do with marketing the brand, the website, etc. And I'm very artistic, so I'm there with the designs and designing the clothing and designing the website. Um, so I really think that we complement each other very well in the partnership of the business. Um, and I think that that he hit everything perfectly. Yeah. Wow. Okay, no, I think I'm going to have a part two when you guys are launching another line. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the Blackout Podcast. I'm like blown away, but you guys really compliment each other. Like you say, I'm super grateful. And we also want to thank you very much for having us, giving us this platform to actually speak about other products. Like people like you, we actually do admire a lot because uh, you're in the community and you're giving us a small business, the platform to share our our dreams, our aspirations. So we want to thank you a lot for actually giving us this opportunity to say what we, we do want to say, you know. So big shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. 